Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we're off running commentary. Here we are. Good morning and welcome to our guest. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming out for Rumble. So we've got um, Kate Carter here from The Guardian, uh, life and style editor, and yep. you do the running blog. Is that, I do that, is that accurate? Yes. Have I caught your CV in a nutshell? Yep. And Keen runner. <laughs> Keen. I'm very excited about chatting to Kate about the sub three. Because oh. I'm sort of in the same ballpark, so yeah, I'm keen to did I, sorry. try and work it out. Sorry, guys. When we were up there, when I put my phone on the ground, did anyone pick it up? I didn't pick it up, no. no. <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah, well, what, when I put my phone on the ground? You yeah, you keep, guys back. keep talking sub three. Let's go back. Let's go back very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts was that where you put your phone on the ground? Just when we were standing outside. We I, met I, I at the place. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, go under it underneath, otherwise you have to cross the road. Okay. Alright. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Unprecedented. Never happened. Wow, that was uh, We're already completely uncharted territory. <laughs> Hopefully you'll find it. He's <laughs> putting in some speed reps now. Yeah, that's the fastest I've seen him running training for a long time. Let's hope he gets uh, Please, let's hope it's uh Poor Rob. Excuse me. He definitely Thank didn't you. put it in his bag or anything. I remember him putting it on the ground. I'm sure it'll be there. I mean, it's not here. It's a kind of cracked old... It seems like the kind of area where people might put it into reception, sort of. Some people might. Yeah. yeah. Sort of half and half, isn't it? Yeah. Still looking. Like it's there. All right, listen. Let's stop this recording anyway. Me too. Um, yeah, sorry about this. That's right. Actually, don't bother. Just keep it rolling. I we'll we'll just re edit it. Okay. Side. So it's more complicated. Yeah, it's an iPhone with an R2D2 case. Thank you. I can't even remember exactly where we were standing, was it? Yeah, I left my phone by on the, the guy with the. He had it handed in, yeah. It's, it's an iPhone with an R2D2 case. Ridiculous. 
there's, there's two Was there something else there's with it? I haven't there, got much else. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think there's anything so if else. He, if he doesn't have any luck there, I can. Yeah. Shall we go and just quickly? Let's let's see. Okay, I will. What's what else did you find? into that one. Yeah, okay. That's mine. Thank you. I'm going to say. Any luck? Apparently. Ah. They found something else. They won't tell me what it is. Did you lose anything? Did you no, put anything down? No, I didn't down? have anything. No. Oh, yes, <laughs> of course, yeah. His Mercedes-Benz, yeah. My car keys. Mercedes-Benz car keys, yeah. With It's just a single fucking... <laughs> what, cal what calamity. An absolute <laughs> carnage. Was that on the <laughs> stairs there? How yeah. fortunate. Fucking... So I'm really sorry about this. What We're actually quite unusual. <laughs> what was I... It's all he's recorded, lost so you know he's lost, left his car key behind, and he. Uh, I mean, at least I became aware <laughs> that I'd left my phone. This is. Th I'm mean, really embarrassed. Hello, mate. My right. mate just sort of lost the phone, but I realised I left a Generally with a child. single hob yeah, yeah. Mercedes-Benz car keys. You know what it's like. Down one minute. Yeah, that was what funny because they clearly what, knew what, he lost his car keys. They wouldn't tell me what it was. Like. Come on, you've lost yeah, something. When you said it was Mercedes, I thought you meant a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I did that part, would be impressive. Part of that here in 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hang on, where's my Porsche? Ah, <laughs> oh, Because, of course, hilarious. you know, security's pretty... Uh, what we'll do is when we step out there, we'll get a photo and we'll start again and then we'll, we'll see how it all sounds. We'll probably <laughs> start from scratch. It's probably the best what idea. What an idiot. Thank you so but, much. Uh, didn't even realise I'd. Didn't even realise I'd left, it. I left it on the stage. What a fool! What a fool! Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just brilliant. Okay, here we go. So, have you found your phone? Oh yeah. How exhilarating! <laughs> yes. I mean, what, what amazing start! You <laughs> yeah. lost your phone. I'm thinking, United. Rob, what an what an idiot! <laughs> how can you? How can you lose your Go phone? On. Let's get the zero. How, how can you lose your phone? Meanwhile, I've left my keys. <laughs> in and you didn't even know. <laughs> Prize I just thought I'd get. I'm going to get a little bit closer. He looks like we're Kate's I'm absolutely, step back you absolutely look like horrified to be with these. <laughs> this clowns. is really shameful. <laughs> okay, we're starting again, but we're keeping absolutely, all that. But anyway, double clap, double clap in case we're cutting Another again. Another the. Oh, <laughs> take <we> two. <laughs> Fools. You join us, hopefully, because I'm hoping Steve's <laughs> cut that little Farago out. Well, I think you should edit it a little bit together because it is utter drama, isn't it? We've never had such drama at the start That's of it. Absolutely. <laughs> We've come to King's Place, um, the home of the Guardian, to meet Kate Carter, uh, life and style editor, keen runner, running blog. You do the running blog for the Guardian. I do, I understand, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, we set off, and then I realised I'd left my phone on the ground. <laughs> Went back to get my phone, which luckily they had, and they said, have you lost anything else? I said, what is it? They said, we can't tell you. <laughs> Long story short, Paul's car keys. I love my car keys. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Skills. Okay, so let's talk about running. We're, today, <laughs> we're, King's Place is just behind, if you don't know, it's behind uh, um, King's Cross and uh, by the canal, and we're picking up the canal. And uh, do you do this run a lot? I do it. Yeah, God, all the time. Well, I think, because you, did I read, do you run, how many days a week do you run? Um... Most days, to be yeah, honest, like yeah. technically supposed to have a rest day on Fridays, but I normally come for a little jog. <laughs> right. That's a rest day, right? Yeah, that, that's a, that really says something about what a run you are when you run on your rest day. <laughs> yeah, a person with an addiction. Would you describe yourself as addicted? Yeah. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah. I think I'm approaching the same territory. Can't, oh, whoa, whoa. I definitely can't. I definitely can't do without running, but on the other hand, I'm not sure I can run every day. Well, I worked up to that, I guess, when I it takes a while. started. I yeah. 
did what three or you four did, days you, a week. You, 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 you've come to running, haven't you? You haven't always been a runner. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't a runner at all. I started when um, I've got two kids, and I started when my little one was born, which is uh, about five years ago. Right. Yeah. When uh, I was on maternity leave with her. And, uh, Again, that's supposed to be time off. You get that. <laughs> well, you know what? But the time off when you're on maternity leave is time away from anyone. Yes, right. You know, it's like no one having any demands of you. And uh, Quite a strange time, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, people always used to say to me, oh, don't you miss adult conversation? And I always just think, no, you know, actually what I really miss is no conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I miss no one talking to me. Yeah. This well, is I exciting. To, um, I never used to like running, but That's I think I found it at the right time. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. 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 Did so you, you just started running gradually? I started with the couch to five k. Isn't that an awesome program? It's amazing. People, why so many people do it? It's so it's so good. We should well, obviously we're running over. <laughs> yeah. So this nice. is a, we are running on. <laughs> we're running on a pontoon. Which Basically, we're running over something path. designed to make you feel like an elephant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I always feel so for, sorry for the pedestrians. I was running along here the other day, in fact, and uh, it replaces the towpath, listeners. And uh, I came up behind a, a walking group of about a couple of dozen people. Oh, yeah, there's always and they saw there was a runner ahead of me. And when they saw him, they all got over to one side... And the whole pontoon thing just completely tipped <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it does. And it you get terrifying. school children and sometimes they start screaming. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but we're nearly across it now. Oh, I got obstacles. <laughs> obstacles. I've got a colleague who refuses to run along this bit because he get, feels like it makes him feel so enormous. He just, yeah, he just let you, uh, he makes you aware of your weight, doesn't it? He <laughs> <It> does, yeah. <laughs> makes me aware of my weight. Aware that it's basically like you two combined. And past the uh, gas holders. Look at some rhythm up in it. This is like the beginning of the bath half. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Fun stuff coming up. So this is what you're talking about, Kate, about this. There's work going on here. Yeah, all There's the way big work happening here. by the side of the canal. Yeah. They're building these, these are kind of luxury flats. We're going to have to find that that London needs. <laughs> it's, uh, so it's all a bit chaotic down by the canal. And you're at the moment, she so started running... As a young mum, couch to 5k. <laughs> as a mum. Yeah, couch to 5k. Yeah. So, sorry, just to Enjoyed go back it. a bit, you said, did, did you, was there ever any kind of sprinkling of it when you were younger? What did you think of running no. at school and stuff? I don't remember. I mean, I did some sport at school. Bizarrely, yeah. I was on the athletics team for, for the shot put and the, and the discus. <laughs> which just is, missed it. Yeah. I might go for a run. No, throw this. <laughs> Um, they were fun events, though, weren't they? I think I was Throwing on the team for that because I was the yeah. only one standing <laughs> yeah, yeah, still yeah, yeah. at the wrong moment, you know. Um, <laughs> you were waiting for your moment. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but I don't really remember ever running. I mean, they must have made us do it, but yeah. I went to school in London, so, you know, the people who remember cross-country and kind of that's their association of running at school. Yeah. But if you go to school in Hammersmith, not a lot of cross-country. Where are you going to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So no, so no, I didn't really do anything. Um, I did do a triathlon once, um, on quite a short notice. Right. Back in, I think it was like 2006 or something. But running was the bit I actually hated. Right. 
but the fact so. that you could do it at short notice indicates you might have been had some a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, I guess so. Fit. I guess so. Yeah. I did the Olympic distance one, and I did the the 10k at the end in about. I think it was about 48 minutes. Yeah, so I'm you've got... There's a, come on, it was a natural runner. Well, yeah. yeah, it's funny, though, because I remember there was a being there. really surprised by that. Right. Oh, and then I broke my toe on the way home. Woo! <laughs> so I didn't run for a couple of years, I think. Um, That's a shame. On the way home as well. Yeah, literally on the way home. I got very cross with the Dockland Light Railway train and... Uh, <laughs> and kicked it. it. Yeah, kicked me. Kicked me. The door kicked me. <laughs> But um, do you remember a moment when you did your catch 5k and then all the running thereafter? Can you remember, can you pin it down to one moment when you thought this is it? This is my thing. I'm going to keep doing this. Um, I think it was more gradual than that. Yeah. I remember. So I started with a. I did it with a friend who's was also kind of on maternity leave with her second. We both sort of did it. Not not running together all the time, but like comparing notes all the time and moaning all the time about how everything ate, you know, yeah. usual. And um, we did a 10K in that summer. And then I did a half marathon, I think it was Royal Parks in the autumn. Yeah. And I did it about, in about, I think about one, one four, low 140s, I think. Yeah. And I hadn't really done any structured training or anything. And my husband sort of said to me, oh, you know, I think you could be quite good. Well, you're. T- um, <laughs> so he he bought me a. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was me and a cyclist both okay, going the same way, and if we'd really played chicken, one or another of us could have ended up nose diving into the canal. But luckily, we avoided that. So you obviously yeah. had natural ability. Yeah, yeah natural my husband pace. bought me a um, coaching kind of package for right. my birthday that year, and it kind of yeah, I just went from there really. And I built up, as I say, like starting with, I don't know, four days a week or something. I built up to pretty much every day. Yeah, I, you just saying starting with four days a week has made various listeners go, oh. <laughs> well, when I was doing couch to 5K, I'm sure I did whatever it suggests you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it set up food. a rhythm, didn't it, which is fantastic. Yeah. Goes to show how that works. And now how many uh, marathons have you done? Um... Seven? <laughs> yeah, I Excellent. think it's seven, yeah. Uh, how many of those are London? Uh, three. And you're about to do your fourth? Yes, London. yeah. And, uh, well, take us through, like, the late, most recently been in Tokyo. Yes, yeah. So originally, um, signed up to this new kind of overseas runner scheme that they've got. Right. I think Tokyo is very dominated by... Japanese runners, right? Far more so than most other like world majors. It's not on the international scene, kind of. Yeah, thing. I guess because you know people, you know, there's the kind of language barrier that's greater than I don't know Berlin or whatever. Yes. Um, but it is one of the majors. What are the majors? London, London, Tokyo, Tokyo Berlin, Berlin, Chicago. Yeah. New Paris, York, New York, that's it. Boston. Boston. Three American ones. Yeah, they like that. Have you, and which of those have you done? I've done London, Berlin, New York, oh, yeah. and Tokyo. 
So I've got Chicago and Boston to go. I know you signed up for them. Or are they yeah, just... I'm doing Chicago in the autumn. Brilliant. Um, and then hopefully Boston next spring. I've heard that Chicago's a particularly good one. Is that right? Is that yeah, one? I think so. It's, yeah, yeah. it's meant to be quite fast, Chicago. Yeah, Yeah, I think it, it's quite weather dependent because it can be very windy, I've heard. Right. Um, That's right. In fact, I've heard it called the Windy City. Yes. I just got <laughs> in from the, the Windy City. The Windy City is my idea. Pretty but get this. So you did Tokyo as like a, a, a sort of long training prep for London. Yeah, I mean ways. originally that wasn't kind of the plan, but right. it just sort of worked out that way. And my coach was was cool with that. Uh, it's quite a long. That's a long one, isn't it? It's a long training run. It's quite. It uh, is, yeah. But how I, did that feel, sort of afterwards and during? And did it feel weird running a marathon and not really going for it? No, it felt fantastic, and I really recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was so enjoyable, and twenty-six, you know, point two miles in that race felt easier than I don't know eighteen by myself. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. On, a, on a wet Sunday morning, slugging around the towpath. You've kind of got all the upsides of being in a marathon, all that kind of group spirit. Yeah. Um, big event moment without any of the pressure to to make it the best it can be, I suppose. Exactly, and people giving you water and. So what's your fastest marathon? Um, Not that that's important. Listeners. That would be Berlin. Yeah, th- this is last Berlin, last autumn. No, it's the one before, actually. Oh, the one before last year. Um, <laughs> Berlin 2015, 15, that? yes. that's right. Yeah. Which I also did, I think. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Um, and uh, what was your time in that? <laughs> Three this hours and seven seconds. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, three hours and seven. That seven seconds yeah. doesn't really count, though, does it? I mean, <laughs> well, there's uh, someone made me a lovely card that said, uh, "Congratulations on your your PB: two hours, fifty nine minutes, and sixty seven seconds." <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is where the canal's closed. For should we try and carry on? I think we can. Is it closed? Can we go? We can't get through that way. Yeah, I think we should get off right now. No access on this point. It. Okay. We'll have to come back. Let's not come back. Sure. Let's get off. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, um, and also we can see the fun sights of, uh, of Camden. I think that's great. We'll, we'll stick with that. Two hours, 59, 67 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. This is something we've talked about quite a lot. The, um, the, almost, the closer you get to it, the more artificial it is. Because all you're doing yeah. really is watching zeros go over. But then, yeah. how did it, I mean, did it spoil Berlin for you or did it matter? What was your feeling on that? Um... Well, I didn't expect to get as close as I did on the day because, right. I mean, I was going for sub three on the day, but yeah. I um, I managed to fall over twice. Ooh. Uh, well, that probably took more stations. than seconds. <laughs> well, one time was kind of more like a, you know, sort of stumble down and then right. get up straight away. But I think we well. were talking just last week about Berlin water stations. Cups. Yeah. No bottles. Yeah, it's crazy. Bad bottles are the best, aren't they? You've got to have squeezy bottles. Yeah. yeah. So then you can do what you want with London. them. And you that self same year, <laughs> half an hour behind you, I um, I took a cup of water and stopped to drink it in Berlin. And when I th- when I'd done, I thought, oh, I'm done running. I've been going quite well until then. Yeah. The cups are just too frustrating, aren't they? It's really hard to drink out of them, and yeah. also it's hard to get rid of them. Uh, Shall we go that this way, cross yeah. and then yeah. up that way? Okay. There we go. We're right. I know there's lots of people, aren't we? We're yeah. just surrounded by confused students. This is crazy. Workers. And Take a picture. One, one, did you see the the three hours clocking up? Were you speeding up? Were you was it was it, was it well, a kind of desperate sort of it's out of my hands kind of moments? It 
weird Was it a slow no. motion? <laughs> no! <laughs> that would have been better drama, but no, I kind of... I think by about 25 miles, I was like, well, I haven't done it. And so it was more amazed that I got that close, you know? This is something I want to talk to you about, actually, because I'm, I'm going to beat three hours. Yeah. In London. I did 3-3 three, three in York last year. Uh-huh. I did 85 minutes for half marathon a few weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that. Um, That's a good time. And I'm trying to... I've decided to go for a little bit faster than three. Yeah. Because I think if I go for three, and I sense it's going a little bit... You'll let it. I'll sit. just let it go. Yeah. Because that's sort of what I'm like. Yeah. But if I go through in sort of like... The half marathon, about 88 minutes. Yeah. With a bit of a cushion, trying to relax. Yeah. I just think that suits my mentality more. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? With me, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to get close. There's a part of me that thinks, I'll oh, just you let it go. Want it just to let be it go. Too close. Yeah. yeah, just let it go. So it's getting too desperate for me. You throw yeah. it rather than get yes. too close. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's slightly similar to you at, at Berlin, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah, I mean. Do you know I what I mean? It's sort of, you feel it going, so it's like, oh well. Yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's Bye-bye. hard to remember afterwards. I, I was funny. At the time, I wasn't that gutted. Yeah. I was like, I've got a PB. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be. Any day with a PB is a good day. Yeah. So you shouldn't be gutted at that. And I remember my coach emailing me and saying, look, I know you're not going to feel like this, but there is no physiological difference between running 2.59.30 and 3.07. No, there isn't. You know, it's, it's a couple of better water stations or, you know, running the no, there's line no, more. There's no physiological difference, but yeah. time does exist as a, me- as a point of measurement, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. So, there's, you know, the, there's a pause at a water station, that's it, but you still want to beat it. or else Yeah, absolutely, be, otherwise yeah. I wouldn't still be. Right. be no your, point. How much had you shaved off your previous PB at that point? Um, I'd done London that spring in 3.03 and something. Right. Yeah. So quite similar to me, actually. I think you're on for three, three hours and ten seconds, Paul. I think I'm <laughs> bang on for 3.11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three hours and eight seconds. But your, so half you have the PB, your half marathon PB is better than mine. Um. Yeah, it's, I, I think just... I think every runner's different, isn't it? I think some runners have more natural endurance to sustain pace and some don't. And well, you know, I think we're all about it? the same ballpark, aren't we? So. And it's interesting because actually women are supposed to be better at that. At keeping going for longer? At, at, at pace converting, sort of yeah. Right. Kind of converting half into full. And actually I was looking the other day at the... Have you ever looked at the... You know, the kind of half marathon to marathon predictor right. calculators that you could get. Yeah. There's the, the Rigel one. Right. Which is kind of the, the main one I think they use. And um, it's, it's interesting. If you put in, say, uh, 123 as a woman, right. you get a much better time than if you put 123 as a man. Interesting. So they obviously, that obviously the is... The factor that is. I should yeah. know this because uh, for a year, a couple of years ago, I was the fastest woman over 40 in Kirchhoff. <laughs> <laughs> Due to an administrative error, Rob ran as my wife. I just heard it was an administrative error. That's interesting. So, and now your your next big run is London, right? Yeah. And we're exactly a month out as we speak. Well, we are, aren't we? <laughs> and uh, exciting getting the getting the programme yeah, of the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a nice moment, isn't it? <laughs> Although Suddenly it always takes me right back. I was doing my first one. People get saying to me, so are you training? And I think, I'm not training. And then remember that running is training. <laughs> so I was training because I was running. You know. I mean, obviously, you have to 
tail you're running and get a bit of distance and strength going. But every time I asked if I was training, I felt like I wasn't training at all. <laughs> Which is your, crazy. And how's your training going? And like you did a, you went through a, a week, a week away. Oh yeah, I you, did. Yeah. How did that go? Talk us oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. So I went, had a bit of a mad month. Really, I, I went to Tokyo. Yes. Um, with Sophie and Susie Chan and yes, yeah. other friends of the podcast. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then I got back, had a few days at home, and then, oh, then I went to, yeah, so a week after Tokyo, I ran the Cambridge half and got a PB. Brilliant. Which was bizarre. So that's um, great. So did, was it very gentle training in the week, in the week in between sort of thing? Yeah, we flew right. back on the Monday, so obviously nothing right. that day, and then just Just up and down the aisle of the plane a couple of times. Yeah, you know, <laughs> scarfed it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I just kind of uh, did some easy work. I've heard you've week. got the plane record. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so cool with For that <laughs> section, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then, so then I did Cambridge half, and then on the Thursday went off to Portugal uh, to the 209 training camp. Right, that is, that, that's with Mick Grattan. Uh, Mike Grattan, yeah, right, sorry, yeah, because 209 is his uh, winning London marathon time. That yes. is quite a fast time, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. When you think as well, that was in 83, I think. Yeah. So the, before the days of, you know, Going really faster than that. high-tech shoes. and. That was when I was really into running the first time around, Mike Grattan. And, uh, yeah. I remember him. He's quite, he's quite, he wasn't big, but he's quite a solid yes. runner, wasn't he? He's quite yeah, a solid yeah, yeah. athlete. He, he is, and he's um, got quite a, a low kind of cadence. You yes, yeah, he's got a real shuffle on, hasn't yeah. he? Does he still run? He does, does yeah. He really? And he's actually got really into it again. Oh, fantastic. How old is he? Just in the last year or so. Um, well, oh gosh. I mean, that was 30, 30 years ago. Yeah, it must yeah. Be, he must be late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of let it... I don't think I'm being rude here. I think he'd say this as well. He let, let it slide. Let it slide for a bit. <laughs> yeah. And then um, in the last, uh, I don't know, six months, ten months or so, he's really got back in it. He's lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Wow. Um, and we did this, uh, part of this training camp, they do a 5K, which is organised by some, I think, expats who live out in Portugal. Right. And uh, so it's open to everybody, but obviously not the training camp does it. And Mike did it, and he was absolutely cruising past me. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. I think he ran like 18.30 or something. Wow. That's incredible, isn't it? That's, that, that sense memory of, of an elite athlete. Yeah. And how quickly they can kick, click back into something like it. You yeah, know. totally. Yeah, the body knows wild, what's expected it? of it. That's incredible. He's just got an incredible engine, you know? Yes. And, and that, that economy of motion as well yeah. that he have built up over the years. So, so what kind of training did you do on, on the week away? Was it twice two runs a day sort of thing? Or, I mean, yes, I mean, on? it's all optional, so right. you have to kind of tailor to what you're, what you're doing, what you're feeling. Um, but there's kind of two runs a day, and there's, there's a track there, and there's a cross-country course. That sounds perfect. Um, and then you go on there's kind of a long-run loop. Okay. Uh, they park a van out so you can leave your gels and stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, and there were some elite athletes out there as well. Who was out there? Uh, so Jenny Spink, who's in the elite field, yeah. right. the women's. Um, and Tracy Barlow, who's also uh, in the elite field. Wow. So there's some pretty speedy 
versus speedy ladies. Oh, oh yeah, good way? idea. Yes. It's a brilliant idea. I was just about to head over Rose Hill and we were saying we didn't want to go up a hill. Because <laughs> we go this way. I like going this way because I like saying hello to the giraffes. Yeah, we've just, we're at the back of Regent's Park now, Regent's Park Zoo. We just passed the Snowden Aviary, which is the most... Smelly. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> nice. I was going to say the most Jurassic Park element, but... I'm sure Jurassic Park's pretty stinky too. And the weirdest track in London. Yes. Which is like 387 really? metres, I think. No wonder I can wow. do it so fast. It's got to be a photo. Is it? Quick photo. Yep. There you go. Do you want to quickly run around it, Paul? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, just quickly. So it must have been quite fun on a kind of fantastical level to sort of... Uh, it's up to you. Where are we? I always go that way. I, I don't come know. Wherever really you want to go. Why. It's your run. This way. Great. Must be quite nice to sort of pretend you're a professional runner for a week. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Or just to be one, to live as one. Yes. I and bet that was really good fun. It, it's fantastic because also you get to properly recover. Yes. Between, like you just sit on your bed and embrace your sort of inner extremist. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you went for a run, came back. I think back, my, my mum would probably say I have no problem embracing <laughs> my inner extremist. No, but to, to yeah. be surrounded by people who let you do it as well. Yeah, So totally. there's nothing else going on, you know. Yeah. And it's totally legitimate to go and like just sit on your bed for two hours. Sounds after great. After a run, it's quite Elizabeth Gilbert, really, isn't it? It's like going off to, it's like the next chapter to Eat, Pray, Love, yeah. Eat, Pray, Love, Run. You go and eat your pizza in yeah. Naples. It is basically Eat, Chill, Run. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's all go. I bet you felt great coming off that. How how far did you run in that week? Uh, Ninety miles. Wow. In the week. <laughs> And that's I a great. solid week, isn't it? That's a really damn solid that's week. Got, yeah. is, is that a mileage PB? I think so, yeah. I think right. the previous, I went on the previous year as well, and I think I did 85 that time. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I felt great. And then, obviously, I got home, and then I tried to do my long run on the Sunday, and I completely fell apart. <laughs> what, just too tired? Yeah. You know when you do a long training run for a marathon? You, the last couple of run, miles are always like that can be really difficult. Real slog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're thinking, God, how I'm am I going to do this? This is a slog from like 18. What's yeah. it going to be like when you know 26 comes? But this one, I was like mile two. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how long is this mile? It just goes to show that slow, um, slow impact recovery can hit anyone you know what I mean yeah. you're running every day you're super fit and yet you're still thinking oh great now I can carry on yeah an impact from that it's, it's like a stone in a pond you know the ripples aren't coming up the bubbles aren't coming back have you got a bit of a psychological right, yeah. uh, crash after the high of Tokyo Cambridge the week away do you know what I mean there's a lot yeah. going on there isn't there yes. a lot of great stuff and should have gone to what suddenly right. you're on your own and you've got a 17 18 miler on your own absolutely I think that's, that's it and you know what, actually, I, um, I was supposed to be doing 21 or something, and I, I had to stop at about 10 and have a little stern word with myself, not to have a public, you know, crying fit. Yes, yeah. I can't do I, it! And then I thought, okay, I'll just do... I was uh, on the river on the north side, near where I live, south and I thought, I'll just go to Homes Bridge and back. That'll be about 16. That'll, that'll have to be it today. Sometimes. And then I got round to Homes the Bridge, and... Uh, I'd, I'd been talking to Sophie earlier. You are right. And uh, I'd said, oh, God, maybe I'll bump into you. And at that point, I was so like, low. I thought, I'll just wait here for a minute, just in case. It won't happen, but just in case. <laughs> and literally 30 seconds later, 
There she is. Oh, excellent. Total nice kind of So you needed companionship and along it came. Yeah, so she uh, she got me home, basically. And you got you 16. You did 16. I did, yeah. Because you have to listen to your buddy. Technically, I, mean, I did 18 because I did do junior park run first. Well, right. you did do 18. <laughs> and my five-year-old got a PB, so. Very good. <laughs> so how old are your kids now? Uh, five and eight. And, and do they both run or is it just your five-year-old? They do both run, yeah. Although the five-year-old actually beat the eight-year-old. Brilliant. And there was some... Uh, There's going to be some yeah. repercussions <laughs> with that one. Yeah. It's a good day for the five-year-old, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. She's, she's yeah. telling everybody about That's it. That's a glorious so. day. <laughs> she's got... Um, she's definitely got a distance runner mentality. Like, you can see her... Stubborn. Yeah. The look on her face Stubborn, at the end. Tough. She's like, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not giving up now. Well, kids, Where, you know, even... Kids who won't grow up, grow up to be like you guys and into the running are naturally pretty good at running, but the one thing they're not, don't tend to be good at is stamina, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you see, she's got natural stamina already, whereas her sister is more of a sprinter, I think. She's pretty quick over 100 metres, but for her, junior park run, How long 2K is, is like a marathon. It's 2K, it's quite a long time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. For them. Yeah. But my son's 12, and granted, he's not. He's not a little whippet. He's not much. He's not. He doesn't miss his physical exercise when he doesn't get it. We all go for a run, but he doesn't run more than about a kilometre. And you know, he's twelve. Yeah. I don't think we've really found that much there, except that my son is a fairly relaxed guy. <laughs> well, there's some Boston. studies, aren't there? I mean, they're, they're quite worried about the fact that a lot of kids now are getting into doing longer distances earlier. Yep. So like doing... Too much too soon, so. Yeah, even doing part run 5Ks when you're, you know, eight or nine or something. It was a bit far, doesn't it? Yeah. There's just no need for it. There's plenty of time, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. They should get down to Mike Grant's training camp, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Get them down the track. <laughs> so you must be feeling fairly confident about a good one with all this big chunk of training and the... It feels like you you haven't left any stone unturned. I hope so. In your I think quest. I think you do get to this point and you start second guessing everything, don't you? And you start thinking, what if I, I should have done more of this, or you know? Well, it's the last sort of two and a half, three weeks of a big training, isn't it, before yeah. a taper? So it's sort of important not to get injured as well, isn't it? You feel like yeah. you're on the line of possible injury or... And you're tired. I don't know about and you. And you're tired a lot. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, the good thing is you're in the long game. You know, you know what. You know what marathon you're doing next after this one, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I always say to people doing comedy, people starting out in comedy say, what shall I do? I'm doing this gig. Yeah. You say, do more than one gig, because there's too much pressure on that show. Yeah. You know, you're going to live or die by that few minutes. Yeah. Whereas you're like, you're like, well, I'll be in the, what's your next one, Chicago in the autumn, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, you can't, you it's a bit like the either side of the three-hour thing. It's a way of thinking about it. But it's yeah. true that this isn't the last first or last marathon you're ever going to do. No. And that does take some of the pressure off. It does, but, the, but you can only do maybe two or three a year. I mean, for me, two a year feels a lot. Yeah. Because it's such them, a big yeah. ramp. It's such a big build-up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, but you're right. There's always another break. marathon, but... If, you, if you're lucky enough to get three or four months of solid training, you kind of you, you sort of want to get the most out of that, don't you? Yeah. yeah the day's like the time to, to kind of rinse it, isn't it? That's the trouble with marathons, isn't it? Like, where if it was a 10k, even a half, you have a bad one. You have well, there's another one. 
you can enter another one in a, a month or yes yeah, you know yeah. you're not gonna have done that like you say that big sort of ski jump ramp yeah up to it and do you have you ever or do you uh, want to run further than the marathon no <laughs> <laughs> i i just don't see the appeal I don't get it. I'm, I mean, maybe That's just because I'm focusing on times. Yeah. And I like, I like to run fast. Yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you do go fast, you know, and that's apparent. Like you said, going right back to that first 10K, I mean, it's slightly misleading the mileage you're doing because you're a, very much a pace runner. And uh, between us, I think we took, you're more interested. I mean, you're all over marathon stuff at the moment, Paul, but I think you've got the... A sniff on the wind of wanting to do an ultra, of wanting to go yeah, further. Mate, I kind of, I'm completely conflicted between. I want to get this sub three monkey off my back. Yeah. Um, I get that. And then I want to get. But a I've heard that actually, uh, having a monkey on your back <laughs> is very bad training. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Zat- uh, Emil Zatabek used to train with his wife on his back, so perhaps monkey-led training is the well, way forward. Zatabek, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, uh, and you mean I'm, she was asleep in the house, right? <laughs> Different no, kind of carrying. Like, well, it's physically a bit of a, carrying a, myth, a bit. It might be a bit of a myth, but <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think that running the bath, doing his washing as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. improvising a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you once you got the monkey off and your then, back. Then I'm quite keen to get you know spend June and July once I've totally recovered getting as quick as I can on the track you know yeah me too doing three thousands and five thousands and just really getting some speed up and then maybe another marathon in the autumn but initially come off the mileage yeah and just work and on get, speed get really just get get a bit quicker if I can I mean you know there's certain age dependence things I can't probably can't I can't get physically quicker in terms of leg leg speed but just work yeah. on it for a bit you know yeah no I feel exactly the same and I think because you're, you're mentally you get so tired of the long runs and you start dreaming about short and sharp races and your body feels a bit battered doesn't it in the middle yeah. of marathon training it does you what just you wake up feeling tired and go to bed feeling tired what you want to yeah. do though is get out there one of these weeks and just smash junior park run yeah <laughs> take it kids that'd be great <laughs> Well, I always complain to my kids that I've, uh, I've only done like about nine or ten actual adult park runs, but I've done about 30 junior ones, but I don't get to count them. Yeah, they, they are so good at the park runs, just training, they're really good yeah. for nice Yeah, I, always, I don't do them that often because I do track training sessions on Saturday mornings usually, right, okay. but I always go out and do one the week before London. Just as a like, little... Find a fast course. A little tickle and see yeah. how you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And are you in a club? Yeah, Wimbledon Windmilers. All right, okay. Good club, fun club. How long have you been with, it's a, a, with a club? It's a fabulous club. Um, I guess I joined them probably the autumn uh, that I started running, so that would be like four and a half years ago. Okay. And I'm, uh, I'm actually a co-ladies captain now. Right. With my lovely friend Julia. Good for you. It does help, doesn't it, being in a club in terms of getting faster? Definitely. Just because you're with quicker people and that kind of yeah. hanging on to quick people. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not able to make that many of the group sessions in the week because they're kind of in the evenings and right. with the kids and stuff, and it's quite tricky. But, but even just knowing what other people are doing, you know, it's quite inspiring when you see somebody sort of really acing a race or something. You think, yeah. I want to be able to do that. You know. And so we come to Strava. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're Strava. 
I am Stravid. Yeah, yeah, of course, you're Stravid. Are we being Stravid as we speak? Oh, Is this yeah. being Stravid? Hi, Stravid. We're not Stravid. This is driving us. We're Stravid. Get down. Against our will. They can see Harvard. We're not on it yet. We're not on it yet. It's a matter of debate. Oh, I love it. I really of do. Of course, of course you do. Loads of people do. We're resisting. It's like kink and you, isn't it? We're resisting the tide of it. We get how good it is. We're more worried about becoming too obsessed than <laughs> not being obsessed enough. Yes, that definitely is more of a worry. I mean, I don't use it in the... I don't go and hunt segments. Okay. Like, I just That's run... That's good. That sounds healthy. I do whatever my run is. Right. And, it, you know, if that happens to include segments, then it's just automatic, isn't it? Yeah, then you will speed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's obviously but are you, good fun. I don't really know. Right. There's only about three segments in the entire of London on my regular route that I'm totally aware of where they start and end. How long are the segments? I don't think they're anything, but you, okay. you can invent your own. So oh, that's interesting. You can do 100 metres or right. you know, three miles, I think. What you should do is pick a really short downhill segment <laughs> right near your house and then say to everyone else, chew on that! Well, there is one, the one that I know near the Guardian, where I'm the top of the women's leaderboard and my <laughs> colleague is the top of the men's, really because it's a route that you would not run unless you worked at the Guardian. <laughs> so that sprint that Rob did back from the canal to the... Oh, well, that's probably so that high, could yeah. be his own segment when he, he, could have ruined when he lost the, his, his mobile. Chances, yeah, I yeah. would have had trouble measuring it, obviously. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, look oh. at these guys. I'm going to take their picture. Wow. There's a, a That's very pretty. Japanese couple taking a picture under the cherry blossom. Oh, it's uh, Sakura. Oh, luckily. It's, uh, it's when we were in Japan, it was just before the uh, cherry blossom season. Right. It's lucky, isn't it? Cherry and blossom. people were taking pictures of it all the time because they had uh, plum blossom. Which it's actually comes before cherry. Right. We're actually that late in the season that cherry blossom's finishing. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. been so windy as well. I think it's. Yeah. 
Well, that's Thelma for you. <laughs> I reckon Thelma. <laughs> so we've uh, we've looped, we've come nearly all the way round uh, Regent's Park. Yep. But we didn't go up Primrose Hill. And the, uh, I'm going to quote you now because you said you don't much like hills. <laughs> and I want to quote that just for people who are um, cowed by your running prowess. I wanted to give them something, <laughs> something oh, no, to hope I'm, for. I'm not good on on hills. I'm, I am really bad at cross country running. <laughs> did, like, did I have you, to do it. Did you do any races this year? Uh, the cross country. Yeah. Yeah, I've done the couple of the Surrey League one that my my team's in. Because um, I did it for the first time in about 30 years this year. Yeah. My goodness, it's hard, isn't it? Oh, it's just... When you're not used oh, to it. It's just, so the thing is, but you can never be used to it. Right. That's my problem with it, because... It's brutal, isn't it? It's brutal, and you never know the course well enough to, to know what to expect. Yeah, and the way in which it ties you out is so hard to pin down. Yeah. It's just some w- weird combination of hill effort and mud effort and yeah, sh- every tree effort and, feet and thinking mud. effort as well. Your, your, your eyes are on it, you know. God, the last one we did, this this one was in uh, somewhere out in Coulston, I think. Yeah. And it was snowing. And it was kind of so windy that it was snowing horizontally into your face. Like it. And Classic. Oh, my God. Country. Classic. <laughs> my kids came to watch, bless them. Bless them indeed. My husband was away. They basically had no choice. <laughs> By the end of that race, they were crying because I was so cold. Why is mummy doing this? <laughs> I was virtually crying because it was so rubbish. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not my forte. Well, you talk about exhilarating in a way as well. Yeah, I... It's so different, it's so... Because I love road races because you get in a groove and it's all about rhythm and... Yeah. And cross country is just anti that, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's my problem with it because there is no rhythm. No. And I'm not very good at that. Oh, rhythm is a dancer. (laughs) It's a source of anger. (laughs) I did... uh, makes me very angry. I did uh, the Nationals. Oh, in Nottingham. Nottingham, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was really hard. I looked like a proper, a proper mud fest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, have you got a plan for the day then for London? For have you got pace ideas? You've got what's your notion? Um, what's your game plan? I haven't really thought that much about it, but probably right. not. I don't want to go through too quickly and I know it's going to be mentally really tough then because like you said I'm not going to have much of a cushion right so I have to be really careful not to let that slip yeah but at the same time I don't think I'm on form to suddenly whip out you know 257 or something right I think it is going to be close so I don't want to blow up it's that thing of it's so much better we talked about this last week to be uh Overtaking in the second half and getting yeah, overtaken. Yeah, absolutely. It's been part of that wave of runners who's overtaking everyone. Yeah. As opposed to the runners getting picked off. Yeah. It's quite hard like to going backwards. It's quite but hard to manage, isn't it? Though it's, it's quite funny. hard to judge. Yeah. To sum up what you're saying now, you're basically saying, I don't want to go too fast early on, but yeah. I, on the other hand, I have to run the whole thing as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I'm uh, lucky that I've got someone who's going to pace me. Great. Okay. Um, you got a personal pacemaker. I have, yeah. That's nice. That's always good to have. I think it's better for me because I, I don't know about you, but I hate the group paces in races. No, they really mess really things up. Really mess with my head. Yeah. It gets too intense, doesn't it? Yeah, there's too many people. Yeah. And when you're with one person, they, you know... They know that you're going to have a bad mile and a good mile or whatever. It's a dialogue, isn't it? Yeah. Which the uh, group paces can't have. Yeah, they just have to be metronomic and just, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then so that if you, for a second, you know, if you have a bad mile, 
you might have recovered that if you weren't with them. But you can see them going. Yeah, yeah. And that just destroys you. Well, I had that, funnily enough, in my uh, um, London Marathon before last when I did it in just under 3.20. Sorry. And I was hoping for a uh, 3.15. Yeah. And at about 22, I watched the 3.15 pace go. Yeah. And thought, oh, I saw that. And I had a little walk at about 25, which lost me, say, three minutes. Yeah. And I came in at 3.19.18. So it's exactly that. And also, Paul, what you were saying earlier on about the danger of presenting yourself with a negative and just throwing the whole thing away. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've really got to watch that. You get that tension around uh, water stations as well when you're in with a big chunk of people being paced. Everyone gets yes. so manic and sort of a bit aggressive. It's just an escalating tension yeah. that you feel. But you've got to find a way of setting your own pace. And you it's know. putting yourself in a crowd within the crowd. I think that going out to everyone who's listening, I think the paces are really useful. Oh, of you've course. just got to keep them at a kind oh, of yeah, metaphorical arm's length. And also, like some people are brilliant at just like, okay, that's my pace, I stay with them. And they're like, and that's just that. holding on. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's completely individual. Yeah. I'm just really rubbish at it because I'm. It gets in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And we would. Um, I think you've talked on the podcast about the whole kind of central governor theory and all that. All right. Of it yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what you think you can do. Yeah, yeah. Based on what your head's telling you, or your body's telling you. But what you actually can do. And what you actually can do. When I ran Cambridge Half the week after Tokyo, I um I didn't wear a watch. Yeah, I, 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 I did wear it, but I put it in my pocket. I didn't look at it. And if I'd have known what pace I was running at, I actually think I'd have backed off. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd have been like, oh, you can't do that. We can't yeah. marathon. Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting because I'm contemplating not wearing a watch in London. Yeah. Well, London's the place to do it because you've got so much information. Yeah, that, well, they've got... Well, it's, it's really interesting because I've got my markers and clocks every mile and then every 10k yeah apart of course from 26 uh-huh. which, yeah, is, that's the, which is the depending on how close you are that's where yeah, you really want it yeah but really you sort of know the story at 25 don't you yeah i mean i'm kind of aiming for to hit 25 as close to 250 as i can manage it yeah and then just take it from there you know yeah if it's 2.52, this is going to be really close. Yeah. And if it's 2.50, I've got a bit of time. And if I'm under it, then I've done it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's that absolutely. kind of thing. So, but even with that, it'd be still nice to see something at 26, wouldn't it? Do yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm well they have I'm this big palace there. <laughs> yeah. What I actually did in Cambridge is I, I started my watch and I stuck it in a pocket. Right. Zipped it out, didn't look at it until 12 miles. Okay. Which is probably the equivalent of a, you know, yes, yeah, 25 yeah. Um, and I looked at it and I thought, oh, well, okay. Ooh. I'm on for a PB here. And I had seen the clock at 10K. What is the PB? Uh, 126. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, and uh, yeah, so I did look at it and, and thought, okay, so just, just keep this up and you'll get a PB. Yeah. Um, well, Paul was saying the other week that the other thing is it's a good time to know your time in the last mile or so because. Once that finish line is there on the horizon, yeah. you have got more access to whatever's in the bag. Yes. It's a lot more useful to know the you're last, on for a good time the last mile at 25 than at 21. Because at 21, you're like, oh, I'm on for a good time, but I can't do it. Yeah. You're not going to do that when you've got a mile to go. No, you just... You're going to smile. It almost takes care of itself, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, almost. Unless you cramp or have some kind of weird... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you just think, come on, yeah. I can just hear people ahead of us getting in touch in May just going, you said the last one would take care of itself. (laughs) I didn't know I had to run it. (laughs) So we're going to cross here and get back on the canal. Well, if we go along a bit, we can say hello to the giraffes. All right, then. Which is my favourite bit. I like it. Are you going to stick your neck out and say, let's do that? (laughs) Giraffe comedy. There's this fellow at my club called uh, Francois. And he's a mysterious French athlete. (laughs) And he runs without a watch. And he's just really into, like, you can... You concentrate on your cadence. Yeah. Also, the short route as well. You get into that running the short route, which can be significant over time. Yeah. You can run quite a bit further. Following those blue uh, blue dashes on the ground in London. Yes. Weirdly, they didn't have a racing line in Tokyo. Did they not? Uh, Well, it's quite strange, given... Given that, um, that they're so into well, the elite field, I mean, they were going for a world record. Yes, so really, were they? Wow. You didn't get um, one. I think it's the f- fastest ever time on uh, Japanese soil, though. So maybe I'm being stupid. Maybe there was one, but I just, I did look. Yeah, just going past ZSL there. I do some stuff with the. With them sort of charity stuff that he runs, the, it's the zoo 10k oh, on the, Sunday. The, the stampede or whatever. Yeah, I've yeah. never done that. Well, it's difficult this Sunday because it's uh, Mother's Day. Oh, yes. So I didn't make any uh, plans to be running because family. But how do your family <laughs> square the running? Obviously, from what you said, it's a big part of things. Yeah, no, I mean, my husband is you know hugely supportive. It does help. Uh, <laughs> It kind of helps if he does, but he's a sports journalist. Right. He works at the Guardian as well. Right, that is and, uh, he And so he kind of, he knows what elite runners do. He knows how hard it is, yep. how hard they work. Although that does, does sometimes mean that he'll say, well, Mo does this. Yeah. And they have to go, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a few differences between me and Mo Farah. I was just thinking, <laughs> thinking just then that I have so much, um, sometimes listeners of got in touch to say to me, stop comparing yourself to Paul. Here's the giraffes. Yes. Are they out of the house today? Let's have a look. But you've, you're out there. You're actually comparing yourself to Mo, so I do all right. <laughs> Come yeah, on, giraffes. just see one. It's just hiding in oh, the yeah. third door. Just about. And there's a zebra. The little zebra's around the corner. There's a giraffe oh, inside yeah. that door. Let's just see the spots on its back. Oh, yeah, there's the zebra. Yeah. I thought we'd saw him back up there going across the road as a zebra crossing. And then... Oh, my daughter would be jealous. And will they all be on the sidelines on Marathon Day? Well, they'll be at home. The girls will be at home. My my husband will be covering it up for the Guardian. So he's there, but he's writing about, you know, (laughs) who wins it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well... Yeah, they do go fast, those guys. But, yeah, my kids are very kind of... They watch it on telly, and my in-laws come and look after them. So they, I see. And they watch They track it. Big dog. Avoid the wolf. Should we point out to that guy all year that that's not 400 metres? I'm so quick. Yes. I never knew how many. Here come the lunchtime runners. We tried to get out slightly ahead of them on the other magpie. These guys are... Yeah. It's a lot of runs around here, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's I see a lot of familiar faces. Um, yeah. There's a guy I see. I swear he runs, like, you know, when they haven't blocked off bits of the towpath, I run this route. Right. I don't know, probably four days out of every five. There's a guy I see 
virtually every day. And I always smile at him every time. Never smiles back. Oh, <laughs> My on, life's mate. mission is now to get a smile at that on, guy. Mate. That's one of the things I love about the more, the deeper in country you go. If you go up a mountain in the rain and you see someone else running, yeah. then you're going to share a moment with them, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you go running in London, like you say, you can see people all the time or just end up... Well, then it's not just running in London. I went through a doorway that had two mums and two little kids in it yesterday. Yeah. And they still managed to carry on behaving as if I didn't exist. <laughs> and I'm quite a big fella. <laughs> And I was going, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, guys. Oh, here I come, sorry, sorry, guys. But no, I was invisible. Um, and uh, what's your, uh, it sounds like, have you got a way you do take marathons on? Or what do you eat? How early do you get up? What's your taper? Um, well, I've been trying to be super sort of healthy for this one. I've been doing this uh, nutrition plan uh, that is devised by this company in the States who work with, I think they work with lots of average runners, but also some elite runners. Yeah. And uh, so I've been, well, it's a bit windy, isn't it? <laughs> Did you see that duck? Right. There's a wind really blowing into us and there was a duck yeah. doing that kind of ride into land. And it was like, wait a minute, I'm going to get to Heathrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going the wrong way now. Uh, yeah, so I've been following this plan, and I always give up uh, booze and chocolate for at least a month before. Right. Yeah. Which has become a kind of ritual, really. Yes. You feel the difference, don't you, with the booze? Yeah. So I probably should have caught you last night when you were, you know, three bottles of wine and a. <laughs> I see. I had my last drink. Uh, what was it? Last drink was last weekend. Also, I can't remember now. And chocolate, I haven't had since. Oh, God, I can't remember now. Tokyo, maybe? Really? Very good. You're good. Very good. I've started stockpiling my favourite chocolate to eat straight afterwards, honestly. <laughs> straight afterwards? Yeah, well. On the finish line. What is your... That's quite a nice thing to talk about, actually. Your, your marathon evening treat, your, your wind down. Um, well, I, I always took it in a way... Uh, Champagne and orange juice. Yes. Kind of books, fizz type thing. Yeah, that sounds nice. I kind of get into that quite seriously. I tend to do it probably the day after because although my fantasies at the moment revolve entirely around all the stuff I'm going to eat right. straight afterwards, reality is I usually feel a bit queasy. Yeah, yeah. For the whole no, your body is yeah. pared down. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's irritatingly inefficient at food and drink once you finish a marathon, isn't it? It's like, yeah. We thought you wanted us to run and nothing else. Yeah, so, yeah, so I mean. <laughs> I'll probably actually eat a bit of toast or something. But then the next day, I will just... I started, honestly, I've been so healthy since January. I've eating so much protein. Yeah. I started fantasizing. I've got a list of things I'm going to eat. Including Thank chips. You. Well, mainly you seem to be obsessing about sweet stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, but <laughs> current obsession, Mars and Spencer's jam donuts. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get a bag of them. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm basically going to inhale them. Yeah, good. See, I had chips the other night after my uh, something loads of mileage. For me, loads of mileage anyway. Yeah. Which is only like 55, 60 a week. Yeah. But for me, that's that, that's more than I've ever done. Yeah. Did a track session. I just had some chips. Just went to a chip shop and then had chip sandwiches. Nice. Felt great. We yeah, said just great. had some chips and then threw Salt, in the sandwiches. Carbs, <laughs> some bread Salt got in there as well, didn't it? It's great. It's so funny that back in the day, you know, 
my, my mum, when I was well, in the 70s, my mum would serve bread and butter with every meal. So you could put anything, any kind of carb in a sandwich. Yeah. Roast potato sandwich, why oh. not? <laughs> I think I might have to have that after London. <laughs> that sounds so good. There you go. With jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a pot of jam with a spoon on the side. And what about on the way around? Are you a carb gel person? Yeah, I mean, I I have breakfast. I'm a bit... Um, my digestion I was obviously not very fast because I usually had to eat like before a big race or a hard session. I normally eat like three hours before. Right, yeah. So I'll have, uh, you know, toasted bagels and peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, and you're and veggie. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, during the race, yeah, the, just the gels, you know. When do they start? When do you start gelling? Um, well, probably after... Well, I don't know, I can't remember about about 45 minutes, the first one. Right, Um, But I might try... So about halfway. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Sorry. We're getting back into the Camden Crush now. I think what I've done before is maybe start a bit later, but then take them a little bit too close together. Right. So I might try starting a little bit earlier, but having slightly bigger gaps. Yeah, I was talking to um, Jenny Spink, who I mentioned earlier. She's on, she's an amazing runner, lovely lady. She's in the elite field. And uh, she was saying she takes basically three gels, one at 7, one at 14, one at 21. Okay. And yep. she always carries another one but never manages to take it. Because t- I've tended historically to take them, start taking them later. But yes. then have them at shorter intervals. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've done. I've done split difference. I've done several times. I've done 14 and 21, but I wouldn't have done the seven one. I kind of want to save it until I need it, but you don't want to save it until you're desperate for it. Well, exactly. I think that's the. I think I guess it's the difference between needing it and it being an extra little boost. You know, like I've done. I think kind of 19, 20 mile runs without any gels. Yeah. Or any breakfast. Excuse and, me. Know, I can do Excuse that, me. but thank you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she was a bit nervous about her lunch there, wasn't she? Enya was a bit worried about yeah. lunch. She, I think they said her name was Enya. She, I'm in the way, in the way of the runners and the cannon. Here we are. It's always exciting. It's really uh, funny coming through here because there's always loads of people. I think there's always quite lots a lot of, of people. Smoking dodgy stuff. There's, yeah, and lots of people who are just not used to this many people at once. Yeah. So when the crowd split up, they're like, oh, don't know what to do. Yeah. It's a little bit, in its own way, it is a bit of practice for the worst of a marathon day. I hope that London isn't as busy as Bath Half was. It was very tough off the top there to get into a rhythm. Yeah. And I, I, last year was the first time I'd noticed London being busy, but still even then, it wasn't a problem. There's just no, a couple I... of times on uh, bends when it felt like the crowd really let's cross and then go along yeah. across sooner because it's busier on this side. Oh, yeah, side. we came up this way, didn't we? If we can get across yeah, in front I, of that I've truck. Found a, yeah, I think we can get across there. I've never found a problem at London. No. Um, I found Berlin very congested. I think that um, last year, you know, quite early on, you go under a big road, I think it's the A12 or something. Yeah. And there's a, there's a big drum band underneath it. 
Oh, it's yes, a really yeah, good yeah. moment. Like, that's just this way. Right. Lots of people cheering and a really good scene. Yeah. And everyone, it's that early stage. You know, it's about sort of, I don't know, you're only two miles in. Yeah. So it's quite an exciting, we're off now moment. And I was really enjoying it, thinking, yeah! <laughs> and we're going around this roundabout. And someone, you know, literally hooked my foot with their foot, like, a, like a primary school trip up. And I, I don't know if I was actually saying yeah, but what it felt like, it felt like I went, yeah, let's go! <laughs> Full on London slapstick. But then, yeah, Bath was like that for ages, whereas London generally seems to shake itself down. Yeah, and I think because you've got the three starts and yeah. it does filter it out a bit. I found uh, having only run... Uh, I was going to say only run London, I'd done uh, York, but my only huge city marathon had been London. Yeah. I found Berlin very disappointing. Yeah. In terms of that atmosphere. Yeah, it's very kind of polite German clapping, isn't it? Of yes. A few people standing there. And yeah, and people it, just kind of. looking, you know. Yeah. Whereas I can remember being a... Oh, excuse us, sorry. It's coming down a very narrow flight of steps back onto the canal. Yeah, I remember in London, if you come around the corner, hey, there's crowds everywhere. Yeah. And if they're ever not cheering, it's so uh, beyond the pay, or that you can go, come on, guys. Yeah, and people would just, Whereas if you yeah. did that in Germany, that, well, they're all like, well, why would we be cheering? I think that's the thing that I really, when I, before I did my first marathon, I thought I would be quite kind of uh, un, unoverwhelmed, underwhelmed, underwhelmed. by London, because, yeah, part of so, it, I run home from work. It's hardly unfamiliar. I grew up in London. It's not exciting and new and, you know. Yeah. But every time I do it, every time, three times I've done it, I'm just blown away by it. Yeah, yeah. The support, and God, the organisation is amazing. It's It's the best of London, isn't it? It Yeah. It's like, you know, I always think it's like when, you know, before 2012, we all became, like, really grumpy and cynical about how much the Olympics cost. Yes. And it was going to be a disaster. And just how rubbish it was going to be, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was going to be terrible. And the minute it started, we just went completely flipped. Yeah, it wasn't just and, good, it was beautiful. Yeah, and you talked to complete strangers on the tube about it, and yeah. everyone was just so happy about it. And I always think London Marathon Day is a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of go home on the tube afterwards and have random conversations with people. No, it's amazing, it really is. And I think also I realise now that that... That whole culture, the whole um, charitable thing, is very British. Yes. People in other countries don't have that. It's no. not just marathon running. It's whatever you do for charity. Shave your head or go for a long walk. Yeah. I was on my way home from Bath Half. I bumped into a lady who'd done eye to eye, which was a 14-mile walk from uh, Moorfields Eye Hospital to London Eye. Oh, yeah. And it's so... It's kind of capturing that spirit of effort and camaraderie yes and using it for something that's practically good you know yeah and uh, and also the charities in London they're like uh, they're like the individuals they're all each having their own huge day yes but equally they're all next to each other and kind of democratised and they make such a lovely noise and you go past yeah Oh, yeah. Cheering everybody. Last year, Parkinson's UK. We run for Parkinson's UK. They had a huge kind of balloon fest. Yeah. Right in, uh, you know, under, uh, what's it called? Canary Wharf, you know, the Canada Square. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that can be a bit of a dry, um, 
you know, sci-fi spot, can't it? It's just but, like taking the other dog for a walk. Yeah, well, I think actually we're scaring them into the canal even as we speak. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Stop. Don't mind us. It's not us. Stop. Go back. We don't need a pacer. That's it. There you go, fellas. <laughs> Surely one of them should be attached to a human. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that um, Parkinson's, all the support things and all the other... Even if you see someone from another charity going past their thing, you know, yeah. it's just such a great moment. And, uh, yeah, that one last year, uh, with the, about the 19-mile mark, you know. Oh, look, there's a good bird. That's a cormorant. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, it's going to have to dry off after this because they haven't got any natural oils to dry themselves off like ducks. Yeah, you're doing New York in the... Yes. Right, yeah. yeah so New York's kind of different, again, in that it has huge support, but it's not really a charity race. Right. So it's all kind of individual, and you get these crazy, like, brilliant signs that people make. Yeah. Genuinely, like, laugh-out-loud funny moments yeah, yeah. while you're running. Um, but kind of completely different to yeah, yeah. London. What else about New York? Because it's... I've heard quite a lot about New York now, but it, I can't pin it down. It just seems like a huge, crazy thing. Yeah, it's weird. I, I kind bridges, of always think of, Yeah, the bridges, the hills. Um, I always think of it as being more epic, Yeah. which is ridiculous, because obviously it's the same distance as any other marathon. Yeah, but, but it feels a bit more... Uh, I don't know if it's because of the, the landscape. You know, you kind of... Even though I've been to New York loads of times, whenever you see that skyline, you, you're kind of thinking of... I don't know, films that you saw when you were a kid. Well, yeah, not just films, but the, those opening title shots, yeah. you know, the kind of exactly. helicopter shot of Manhattan. It's, uh, it has that kind of cinematic yeah. quality to it. And uh, I think that kind of still lingers when you just look at it. And then it has such kind of highs and lows. Yeah. So like the bit over the 59th Street Bridge into Manhattan, which is... A really long bridge, which against all logic goes up more than it goes down. Yeah. And it's hellish because you're at about mile 15 to 16. Yeah. Which can be quite a tough patch. Yeah. And there's no one on it, obviously. They can't let people on for health and safety. And uh, it's it's kind of covered as well. Right. Like it's a double decker, essentially. And so your garment goes completely. Yeah. And all you can hear is your own thumping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you, you just feel like you're on that bridge forever. And then you come off it around the corner onto the sort of, I don't know, the equivalent of the embankment. And you just get hit in the face with this wall of sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like nothing else I've experienced. It's almost worth having yeah. that down to f- experience yeah. the full wham it's of like that. It's like a physical sensation. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's like winning a, winning a race on your own, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a tiny, tiny insight of what it must be like. To, to run in the Olympics or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, they had that kind of wall of sound willing you round. Yeah. Oh, bike. Got bail left. Let's keep left. Oh. Let's not do an Enya on this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was the Enya. <laughs> See, you guys with all your mileage, I'm on about 30 miles this week. Really worrying twingle in my right leg. I'm gonna have to say, guys, I'm taking the day off after this. Come on, you can't my stop second me. today. Yeah, <laughs> I did do. a track session this morning. <laughs> yeah. any, any, have you got anything twingling? Uh, just my entire body is one twingle at this stage. Yeah, oh, I good. think it'd be hard to identify, that's but it healthy. doesn't. 
Yeah, good. Keep it all in balance. <laughs> yeah. I have it over my knees because my knees complain really badly. I was thinking this level of training. As long as they're both hurt here, I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did 22, didn't we, on Saturday? Yeah. Which was nice. It's really good. <laughs> did you hear that woman? I think she might be on the mic. What are you doing with your headphones? What are you doing with your headphones? One of our friends who ran with Lisa Jackson was oh, saying, yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, Lisa Jackson's here. Uh, it's a man on a Brompton going down a very steep slope onto that pontoon. Yeah, she said uh, she spoke to a guy who uh, she said when someone clapped me on the marathon, he said that's the only time anyone's ever clapped me for anything. Really? <laughs> I think it's really good for the soul to get cheered every now and again, you know? Do you know what's really lovely at Tokyo? Yeah. When you cross the line and then you walk to the bit where they give you a medal and then they give you some water and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they form a line either side. Yeah. And everybody claps you. Every single runner gets clapped. Well, that is really good. And it's so kind lovely. Kind of Yeah. Parkinson's UK do that back at their hotel. Yeah. Oh, Every runner sweet. who comes in gets a round of applause. And the brilliant thing about that is their whole do is downstairs. It's down about a dozen steps. Yeah. So as well as being a lovely moment for your ego. It probably lasts quite a long time. Well, it also just gets you down those steps. Yeah. And these are going, I do not want to go down the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, um, nothing worse than post-marathon stairs. Yeah, absolutely. No one wants that. <laughs> um, but on the other hand, keep going back to Berlin. When I came in over that line in Berlin that same year, you were there. Yeah. They give you out those yellow bin bag tabard things. Yeah. I slipped it on. And then you're kind of just rustling through. And then they played... Hero from uh, Boyhood. <laughs> na, na, na. I don't want to be your hero. And then I just started crying. I was like, oh, come on, guys. It's too much. They give you no alcohol beer at that point as well. Oh, yeah, four pints. Sorry, everyone. If you got there too late and there weren't any left, <laughs> that was me. Straight back. So... Do you know, I noticed just the other day that King's Place, I know it quite well. I've done a couple of gigs there in the lovely uh, uh, music venue down the bottom. Yeah. But I only noticed for the first time the other day that the front of it is two wavy open pages, like a newspaper. I've always thought like a book, but you could be right. Yeah. Well, I think it would have to have got wet if it's a book. I mean, it's pretty wavy. Yeah. It's well thumbed. Yeah. But I prefer book because if it's a newspaper, it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? A bit tabloid format, though, isn't it? Well, that's it. No, I think it's Berliner. I'm pretty sure it's Berliner. <laughs> so what's the... Uh, what vibe are you getting from the uh, blog pre-London Marathon? Well, there's obviously a lot of people who come and chat on it who, yeah. who are doing it, so... Yeah. But then equally, you always get the people who go, it's not just about London, you know. Yeah, I know, absolutely. I know, I'm sorry I live here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't help it. I decided to avoid steps after our recent conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, and there's a lot of, uh, I mean, we're getting really close. This is how long I was in Brighton. 
There's Brighton Marathon next week. Yes, that should be right. good. And then um, I'd really love to do Brighton. It's just that you can't do Brighton and London if you get that London place. No, they're just too close, aren't they? Yeah. Even yeah. if you just jogged one or whatever. It's still and also, when you look at the old training schedule, that extra two, three weeks closer to Christmas that Manchester yeah. and Brighton have just makes all the difference. Oh. Did you get? Did you get elbowed? Yeah, bagged. <laughs> Well, that's good. You've earned it. Well, thanks for taking us out. Thank you. It was fun. It made my run feel much. You know, when you're chatting, it always feels. You don't know. Goes you much don't quicker, it, do you? It? That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. When me and Paul went up, we that our run starts with a long, mile long, slow hill. Yeah. And I ran the same hill. We did that on Saturday, and ran it again on Monday. And I was just saying, this hill is so long. <laughs> so thank you for distracting me. Oh no, for selfie time. Yeah, that was really good. Well, we'll see you. We'll see you on April the 23rd. Yeah. And uh, good, yeah. Luck. good luck with the last you few too. weeks. What's yeah. your, how's it, how, how can uh, um, running commentary people get after you? And uh, uh, what's the Twitter story? That's a Darren Ann Finn, author oh, of Running there. with the Kenyans. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Great book. Great book. <laughs> We've just done a podcast run. You should get him to do it. Yeah, would you? No, would you? Yeah. You're, on, you're on the spot now. So. Yeah, he has to say yes. I've read, I've read both yeah. of them as well. And in <laughs> Japan as well. I've read both of them. Yeah, great books. Really great books. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. That'd be amazing. That'd be great. Yeah. Running commentary. Yeah, we're there. Forerunners <laughs> by runners whilst running. That's yeah. a big thing. You were asking me something and I can't remember what it was. Oh, that was your Twitter where we can oh, find Oh, yeah, you. yeah. My Twitter is at Kate Helen Carter. Kate Helen Carter. All, yep. at, all, all together. All one word, yep. Very easily done. We're Run Compod on Twitter, as some of you will know. Running commentary on Facebook, and we're on Instagram. Started putting pictures up again because you know winter they're not as good looking. Yeah, got some lovely stuff in the downs. Fantastic, awesome. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering.